Capcom has revealed that more DLC content is en route for Street Fighter V Champion Edition in the form of five new characters and three new stages. We discuss what we think these final five might be, as well as speculate what the end of Street Fighter V's timeline will look like. Before all that though, we welcome on Steven Dream King Chavez to talk about Mortal Kombat 11's brand new Aftermath update on this week's episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Event Hubs Podcast. I am John Catalyst Gray, and with me as always is John Velociraptor Guerrero. How's it going? Uh, we're going to have a bit of a noisy podcast today, but we definitely wanted to talk about Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. The release just happened, and we're bringing in Steven Drinking Chavez to talk about it. Hey, how's it going, guys? I am the source of the noise that you're hearing because there are roofers on my house and they're doing whatever they're doing up there. It sounds like they're fighting and reenacting Mortal Kombat Aftermath fights, so... Uh, I do apologize for that, but I'm here. It's that RoboCop versus Terminator action. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it, yeah. But Steven, tell us about the game. Like, people, it just came out. Like, what are you seeing so far? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome so far. There's uh, a lot of flair and added, uh, you know, goodies and stuff that NRS typically does with updates or new games and things like that. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I haven't delved too deep into a lot of things. I have tried out all three characters, though. Uh, and I started playing the story mode, which I have some thoughts on that as well. Um, but there's some really, really great stuff in there. Uh, the new characters look amazing, uh, of course, as you would expect. Um, man, it's just, uh, it's it seems pretty darn good so far. Um, again, I'm going to be doing a full review for the website and everything, but uh, early impressions are pretty positive. How are the new characters, actually? Like, uh, with Robocop, Shiva, and Fujin, like, like mm-hmm. what are you seeing them jump out with? Yeah, it looks like they the NRS tried to kind of zero in on each different archetype for these characters. Uh, Robocop being more of a zoning type, uh, Shiva being the grappler, and then Fujin being more rushed down and kind of crazy. Uh, of the three, not surprisingly, uh, I like Fujin the most, I think, um, because he's rushed down stuff. Although he does have some things that are uh, kind of Street Fighter V Rashid-like, but to a crazier degree. He can walk on the wind and stuff and go anywhere on screen whenever he wants, and... If Rashid had that, we'd all stop playing the game because it's insane. Um, But he's got some really great stuff, though. Um, Robocop, I I tried out uh, quite a bit uh, earlier this morning, actually, just kind of in training mode. Um, He has some cool zoning tools, but I think for me personally, I didn't really dig him as much. He's kind of slow. He's got kind of limited options in terms of combos and things, but... um, he does look amazing, though, uh, the fatalities and everything, the attention to detail. It's it's all great, again, as you would expect from NRS. Um, and then Shiva is, again, very much the grappler type. Uh, I was pretty stoked because I was playing the story mode, and I hadn't tried her out yet, but, you know, you get to play her there. And uh, one of the first things I did with her was just, like, down up uh, because I was like, oh, I wonder if I can do the, the stomp, right, like the classic stomp kind of thing. Uh, and, of course, it worked. And I was just like, man, that's, that's so cool. Like, I haven't played Shiva in years, you know, I... I didn't know she had that move in this game, and I went for that. That was the first thing I did. It worked. I was like, ah, damn it, NRS. Thank you for that kind of thing. Like, just throwing that in there for, you know, the old fans and stuff kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, so far, the, the, the new characters seem like great additions. Uh, a cool, you know, varied, uh, you know, smorgasbord of, uh, of styles to kind of choose from, which is what you typically want from a batch of DLC characters. Yeah. You know, there's a lot that goes into this update, and some of it is free, right? And then other parts mm-hmm. of it cost money. Uh, mm-hmm. And it looks like what if you if you buy the the monetary part of it, it's forty bucks, right? Thirty nine ninety nine. 
Yes. Do we feel like we know whether or not it feels like that's worth it right now? Or, I mean, because because a lot of this is the addition of the story mode, and because um, NRS has been setting the standards for those for like the last ten years now, so people are pretty excited. That's a that's a really worthwhile addition in the world of NRS. But um, I think it feels to me like the it's forty dollars for three new characters, which seems pretty steep. Yeah, that's one of the questions I'm kind of looking to answer with this review. I don't have the answer fully yet, but basically what you're getting for the money is the three characters, and you're getting a beefy story mode uh, edition, which I believe it's it's five chapters, but as Ed Boone described it, it's basically five beefy chapters, so there's kind of more going on in each one. Um, so far, it's been pretty great. Uh, I don't know how far in I am. I think I've played about two and a half hours or something like that, um, so I don't know how much content is actually there, but... I am kind of curious if it's going to live up to the $40 price tag kind of thing because, uh, you know, a lot of the big stuff that people are excited for, you're getting with the free update to Mortal Kombat 11, right? You're getting, you know, the new friendships. You're getting, uh, I believe you actually get the new stages as well for free. Uh, you get stage fatalities, things like that. So I'm kind of curious how much of that price tag is going to be justified. It's, I think they're banking pretty much on that story mode. Uh, and so far, I mean, again, early impressions are, are pretty positive. I, I've been digging it so far. Um, not to give spoilers or anything, but there's a, a good portion of Nightwolf play and a good portion of Sindel as well. Uh, and so I'm happy with that. Those are two of my favorite characters. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm on board for that. But uh, I'm curious how it's going to hold up kind of thing. So, so um, Stephen, what are your biggest standout moments right now for playing Aftermath? Like what has jumped out at you as like, oh, wow, people are going to be impressed by this. The biggest thing I think uh, is is the uh, the retrocade stage, which if you guys are unfamiliar, it's basically a stage that has like these screens behind it. It's kind of like a stage with these screens, and on the back of the screens are projected uh, old classic Mortal Kombat stages, and they look in the, the, that style of the old school way kind of thing. Uh, and it transitions between different old stages. Uh, I think that's gotta be one of the smartest things I've ever seen from a fighting game developer ever because it's, it's a really creative way to hit people with that nostalgia, and, and that way you don't have to go in and develop, you know, a brand new stage for each of these classic stages that people want. It's, it, man, it, it looks so good, too. Like, it's it just, it's fantastic. I would love to see more developers do that kind of thing. Um, I don't know how you're going to do that. You know, NRS did it pretty, pretty, in a pretty smart way already, so I don't know how you're going to change that up and get the same effect, but um, it's, it's fantastic, dude. It's, that was the thing where I'm like, man, this is so smart. Uh, and, and again, just imagine seeing all those classic stages again, you know, and mm. playing on them and everything. And it, it looks, it just looks so amazing. So that was the biggest thing. Do you, do you get to choose which stage pops up in the background? Or, and how often do they, do they change? Is it between rounds or between games? Or is it like in the middle of a round it might change? I believe there's a set amount of, of uh, stages that can appear back there. Uh, and they're being broadcast by two projectors that are actually interactable. So if you uh, interact with them, it'll actually change the background. And then I believe it also changes in between rounds. So it's like it'll start you off with one. And then, uh, you know, whenever you uh, finish life bar, it'll, it'll switch to something else kind of thing. But... Um, yeah, it's a pretty creative way of doing it, and man, I, I love that stage so much. Dude, you know what would be awesome is if, uh, and I, I don't expect this, but you know how one of the stages is the subway, and that had its own stage mm -hmm. fatality. If you could do that on that stage, and it would knock the person, because <laughs> you know how they uppercut them, and then they fall mm -hmm. down in the background, and the character falls down in the background, and they're back in those old graphics, and they get hit <laughs> by the train, and even the new characters, like, you could have Aaron Black, and they just have to design mm -hmm. a sprite for him from that, but I mean, they don't have to but how sick would that be mm -hmm. 
And that seems like yeah. something that NRS would do because they'd love to put these little Easter eggs and callbacks and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um. yeah, and that actually brings me to another point of uh, what I wanted to talk about was stage fatalities, which um, I'm kind of uh, I'm a little bit surprised by them because from what I've found so far, I went in and tested to see what stages you can actually do them on. Uh, it looks like you can only do three different stage fatalities in the game, uh, which is kind of surprising because there are some stages that absolutely lend themselves to being stage fatalities that you know john and i were talking about you know the devora stage right with the giant spider in the back like that one doesn't have a stage fatality surprisingly um i believe it's only the tournament stage uh the deadpool which is a new stage it's a classic one and then uh, i think it's the shaolin trap dungeon has one as well um other than that there's kind of nothing else and i was like huh like i, I guess i get it but also i was kind of like for NRS, that felt a little bit lacking to me. Like, I was like, man, I thought they would put in quite a few more. Again, I understand it's hard to animate for all the characters, especially with the roster being what it is now and doing all that kind of stuff. But it does feel a little bit limited there. Um, but I'm, I'm still happy that we have them at all. But I was just kind of kind of surprised by that. I was like, huh, that's only three, huh? Okay. I, again, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's free content. I can't really complain. But uh, just surprised me a little bit. They they might have a few more trickle in. I'm I'm holding out hope because you, what was the one the um the the Colosseum where all the mm-hmm. ant like the crazy outworldian beasts are there. Yeah. It's like that's also prime pickings for one. Uh, I mean, the Mortal Kombat stage is going to desi- be designed with as many sharp edges and dangerous you know precariously perched whatevers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them uh, kind of follow in that theme. But yeah, I would like to see more too. And it, it, it's not like beggars or choosers right, right now, right? Because it is free content and whatnot. But uh, and we're just kind of riding this wave of, of hype and, and sort of uh, letting expectations flow along with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, but what about? Oh, go no, ahead. I was gonna say maybe there are some hidden ones or something that, that are there that I didn't find. But from my testing, it seemed like they, they all only worked at the middle of the stage. So like if we try to do one in, oh. in the Deadpool, like all at, in the corner, like it wouldn't work. So I'm guessing that's kind of there's only three, right? Unless there's some weird ones that have some weird ranges, but. Um, that was what I found. So, hey, if there's some hidden ones, that's great. But, you know, again, initially just found three. And then the other uh, major thing that's catching a lot of people's eyes, especially because you see the, like, rainbow banners pop up, which looks very foreign mm-hmm. for Mortal Kombat these days, are the friendships. And the, just these goofy endings where you kind of replace the gore with goofiness. How are those being received? I think people are digging them. I, I like them a lot. I think they look really cool. Um, there's some really creative ones as well. And it's just, it's cool to see them come back. It's a, it's a cool nod to the past games. And, and it changes things up, right? I mean, we've seen pretty much all the fatalities that have been in the game, you know, for as long as it's been it's been there, right? So it's like to have some kind of a different finisher, uh, I can't wait to kind of see those things come into play when we have major tournaments and stuff going on and all that. Um, that being said, I do have a personal gripe with friendships that I haven't really spoken too much about. And uh, I think I've seen it mentioned a little bit, but not too much. But uh, the new friendships kind of, they seem to be missing a really important aspect, and that's the friendship part. Uh, if you notice, all the friendships are like solo things where it's like, you know, Jax is playing the saxophone alone kind of thing, or Spawn is like reading a book in a, a hammock made of his cape, right? But like the opponent's nowhere to be found kind of thing. And I, I get it. It's like making friendships for 30 plus characters and, you know, doing all that stuff to develop every animation for every character. Like, that's super excessive, especially, again, for free content. But it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, like, I wish that, that was there, too. Like, I'm OK that it's not there. But that was a little thing that still kind of bugs me a little. It's like, ah, it's just not fully there. It's great. They're still, they're still really cool to see. But 
it's missing that little extra right and then that's fine it's free content but but yeah yeah like so so a good example of noob cybots where he um he, he basically spawns his clone mm-hmm. uh, two clones right and then they play like yep. j- uh, jump ropes like some double dutch and one of them's in the middle he should give one end to the uh, defeated <laughs> foe who's still like who's mm-hmm. still woozy and doing the dance but then their arm goes like in the right motion <laughs> while they're still like well. and so it's like you know but incorporating everybody like, oh you can be part of the group it's mm-hmm. a friendship thing but yeah I, I, a small critique yeah. for sure and again a beggars mm-hmm. and choosers sort of a thing but yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong and some of them have been like like uh, Joker's mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. pretty cool because it has this little uh, guest appearance from a certain <laughs> caped crusader. He doesn't appear, but um, his uh, yep. his batarang does. You know, I, I I'm wondering if that was a reference back to the famous the now famous Joker fatality in uh, Mortal Kombat DC that they had to kind of you know make it teen rated so he doesn't kill you, and then they bring it back in MK9 with Shang Tsung, I believe it was, where they do kill you, um, and then maybe it was like a callback to that again, where maybe like Joker's trying to do it and then he gets interrupted by Batman. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I think if that were the case, they would have let the the animation go a little bit longer, where he, like he has the bang from the gun or whatever, the little flag or whatever um i don't know but that one seemed like it had a lot of potential and then it kind of just get, it got cut short or something like that and some of them do feel that way where i'm like oh for as much as i'm expecting out of the cinematics and out of the um the presentation with fatalities and friendships and such some of them do fall a little bit flat yeah and again it's it, it makes sense i can see why and given nrs's track record with just the attention to detail and the polish that they put on stuff it's like I can forgive that sin, right? It's like that's about as you know, if that if that's as bad as it gets for NRS, like that's that's nothing, right? I, I can't really complain. Um, and and again, there's no lack of creativity in the ones that they put out too. Like there's a lot of really funny ones and really interesting ones. So it's it's not even like again, it's it's, it's such a minor gripe, but it is there. But it's like this free stuff you're giving me isn't as yeah. good as I think it could be after I have a you know hindsight 2020 look at it now that you've been the first one to you know put it in front of us and whatnot yeah so uh, yeah again there's there's a lot of momentum though right now right for Mortal Kombat because it seemed like there was a year mm-hmm. and it just recently celebrated its year anniversary but then it wasn't at Evo and Combat Pack 1 kind of uh, finished with all its mm-hmm. characters and such and uh, it is like oh well what's going on is is this going to be kind of a short lived game for such a for such a big commanding right. presence as the new Mortal Kombat and for how good it's been and all, how many good choices they NRS has made with their presentation and their execution mm-hmm. and everything uh, but now we have suddenly Mortal Kombat 11 at Evo. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Evo Online is one of the main, the biggest of the of the now um, open tournament titles, yeah. right? And then now you got all this new content. How does it feel being a uh, you know someone who kind of monitors this stuff and and you know looks into the future and whatnot? How does it feel as as far as MK11's momentum and, and hype right now? Like, how long do you think this is going to last? That people are are um, spending some extra time exploring and maybe getting back into the game. And and, um, what do you think we're going to see there? Yeah, I think that it was a bit of a perfect storm for MK11 because, again, like you were saying, it wasn't an EVO main game, which kind of, you know, was signifying to people like, man, maybe this game isn't going to be as long-lived as we thought, right? And, and again, Combat Pack 1 had just finished, and everyone's kind of wondering, like, where does this game go now? But now, given the circumstances of kind of being forced to, you know, have online tournaments and people are staying at home and all of that, it's like, it's kind of Mortal Kombat 11's time to shine. And they happen to be doing it now with a brand new installment of the game, which is like perfect timing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, like, I mean, uh, again, it is. I feel like this game's going to remain pretty popular. Uh, and 
and given how good its netcode is and online experience and stuff, like I, I imagine people are going to be wanting to play it more. Again, it's it's the biggest open tournament at Evo Online this year. Um, I, it, things are looking good. What for it. doesn't Man, it do? Just, what doesn't Mortal Kombat do? Yeah, exactly. It's like you pick that up and you're just wowed by it. You're like, man, this game looks amazing. It feels great. It's got so many great characters. So many things that they're doing right. And this, you know, even the story mode again. Like they're 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 pretty much banking on this story mode. And from what I played so far, it's awesome, right? And it's like you get this really action packed story mode that you don't get elsewhere in other fighting games. And like. There's so many good things about it, and and I honestly I really do hope that it, it shines more this year, just given the circumstances, because it deserves it, man. Like they they put so much time and work into this game that it's it it really does deserve the limelight. Yeah, and they also brought in Ronda Rousey to do voice acting to keep it humble. <laughs> yeah, we try not to talk about that. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> it was cool at first, but yeah, yeah. All right, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon, man. Cool. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, getting into our next segment here, Capcom unveiled. Uh, they're going to have five brand new characters in Street Fighter V, three new stages. Uh, it is the official end of Street Fighter V. It's going to be the final season of what we get. And it's pretty crazy news. Like I, I, I think both of us were kind of shocked to see that. We, we expected maybe like tournament mode, which we'll get into here in a second. Um, man, it was, it was kind of crazy to see it. What, what, how did you feel when you saw it this morning? I was surprised. I think just like everybody else, if Champion Edition felt like a nice bow on the end of Street Fighter V. Now, that was never officially said, but with all the new content, it got to a place where people have been fairly satisfied. I know that that's immediately going to generate a ton of hate comments, uh, but, but compared to where things have been in the past and where expectations are here four years out after the release of your game... Championship Edition felt like a nice bow, and it's not to say that people didn't want more characters, but if we ended up with 40 and all of the content that's now included, I, I don't think anyone would be like, yeah, Street Fighter V ended as an incomplete game. That said, new content's on the way. Hey, it's clear that things are not done with this particular chapter of Street Fighter quite yet. It means Street Fighter VI is probably a little bit ways off. Um... And yeah, those are some of my, my initial reactions to it. But but one of the questions that I keep asking myself and that I wanted to ask you, and I bet a lot of people are wondering, was this planned? Do we think that this was kind of always on the table or have recent events uh, kind of made course corrections happen so that this uh, these additional five characters and this uh, essentially a new season of Street Fighter is now on the books or now uh, um, incoming, I should say? Okay, so I, the initial, if this was planned from launch, I don't think so, because um, I Ono had already said that they had planned support up until 2020. This was kind of like the encore for the game if it did well. And you could say that it could have been on the table from the get-go for Street Fighter V, like, you know, when they first launched it in 2016, that, yeah, things go really well, maybe we'll do an encore season or whatever, but, I mean, they made many public statements that they were only going to support the, the game up till this year, yes. right? Uh, and, I mean, that's pretty officially on record you know I, I i can't do that but i mean they could have gotten maybe two or three years into to street fighter 5's development and said like hey this is selling pretty well they just recently got up to 4.5 million copies sold uh you know that let's keep this going just a little bit more time plus uh, you know the coronavirus happening all this other kind of stuff like things could have maybe been shifted around a little bit from original intentions but but yeah i think this is a little bit 
not uh, this was not planned from the very start of Street Fighter V, but maybe it was an option. Well, in the text here on the Capcom Unity blog where they posted about it, it said that due to the positive reception to Season 4 and Champion Edition, that's a little... <laughs> it makes it sound like because of the positivity of Season 4 and Champion Edition, that's why we're doing this. So to me, that insinuates that this has been a very recent decision. Um, at the same time, this kind of has, you know, I don't know exactly how long the process takes to design and develop all these characters, and we don't know when they're coming out and what to expect, so maybe we're a decent ways out, and it just has been recently um, decided on by developers, I'm not sure. But, you know, we were on this track for Champion Edition to roll out, and even before that, Ono talked about this big new tournament mode, and so, and then, of course, the Intel World Open, it really felt like uh, um, all focus was more in that realm. And then, yes, like you said, coronavirus hits, and, well, the, the Intel World Open kind of gets shelved and maybe until next year. And so I, I don't know what's going on with the tournament mode. You would assume that that would become really high priority given that everyone's doing online stuff right now, but we'll see. Uh, but I, it really feels to me like this has been a shuffle around and that it's possible that some of this is maybe content that was more so planned for Street Fighter 6 or something like that. And it's like, well, now we got to maybe do a full season for Street Fighter 5 again. I don't know. This this kind of seems out of left field, though, because it didn't necessarily need to happen. And if it happened or it was a decision made after the success and the reception of Champion Edition, which that makes sense because it's in. I mean, mm -hmm. people are people are excited and, and things have gotten better than they've ever have been before. So makes sense. But yeah, a lot of questions that come up with this. And one thing we haven't got into yet is that they've postponed the Olympics, which Street Fighter V was going to be a part of, and that's now going to go into 2021. It does make sense to maybe have some fresh-ish kind of content going into that here next year, um, where you know maybe they save the last character for Capcom Cup, right? Uh, and that we already know is going to be early next year at some point in time. And so there's there's kind of a there's some incentive here for Capcom to keep breathing some new life here into Street Fighter V in, in a lot of ways. Um, and uh, But we also know from that this year, their initial plan was to lock down the game right before the Olympic stuff started happening. So the assumption is, again, that they're probably going to close the door on Street Fighter V unless there's some major balance issues or other things. Uh, they've always said, like, look, if there's major issues, we'll fix them. But uh, I think they're going to shut the door on probably most content updates here in probably early 2021. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, but I, I mean, we're going to have 45 characters in this game. Mm -hmm. We're going to have you know some new some new updates and more than likely i'm not saying it's a lock but you would think there's going to be another round of balance updates uh right after capcom cup that's capcom's history here is that right after you know the, the main uh culmination of, of their you know tournament season ends they do a whole round of fresh updates and, and i mean i think they've even done that back in street fighter 4 era right like i mean we got the elena rolento update and then they even a little ways out from that like once we got the the balance update for that they did another balance update to get the game in line and that's typically what these games need right like they they release a dlc character they see how the community reacts to them and then they're like hey let us do one more update to get everything a little bit more in line of what we want and yeah yeah for sure balance updates those can go probably farther than most other content when it comes to the lifespan of these games like you can get a balance update at pretty much any time the if you do it really late then it just means that you're not going to have people explore it all that much but they're still going to be happy to get one and mm -hmm. um and that's I mean, we don't need to get into all the particulars of the difference between a balance update and adding a whole new character, but you're right. You don't want to just throw a, a fresh character in there. It's like the first couple of months 
or so after one is is been added to the game, that's really a beta period for the character, and you really want to see, okay, are there any holes and things we couldn't have even seen, stuff we missed? What is the community doing with all these thousands of new pairs of hands, controlling the character? Uh, it's just, there's no way you could test like the community is going to test. And so you would almost always, in today's sort of pace and climate and, and approach to all of this, want to do updates after the characters so yeah that kind of insinuates that there's going to be some there's a there's a good chunk of street fighter 5 left and as i think about it i'm kind of excited about that in a way that i haven't been excited knowing that that was the case in years past and maybe that's because the game has gotten to such a place where i'm i'm down with it man i want to see what happens i'm excited to see when when um you know the the CPT uh, comes back and offline majors are happening again. And, and I'm excited to see what happens with the online stuff. And then, but that's, I kind of put that in its own category. And, but I, I'm, I'm excited to see how the game progresses. And as I think about, and I'm sure we'll get into this fairly soon, what new characters might be coming down the pike. I'm excited for that as well. Uh, there's, there's a lot to it. So, um, so actually it's, it's a good place. It's a good place for Street Fighter to be. And that's interesting considering one, it's history of being very tumultuous. And then also the fact mm-hmm. that this is coming out in a time where, you know, we're really in a, just a general matter of fact trough or, or, or the, the low point of a trough right now it, because of, of what's been going on uh, socially in the world and whatnot. But hey, we'll take, we'll take good stuff. So there you go. Yeah, it's funny that you say you're excited about more Street Fighter Five. Looking through on social media and other places, I'm seeing that from other people as well. Uh, I that you know, literally verbatim quote here. I was done with the game, but Capcom brought me back, and I'm like, okay, like I, it's it's amazing what new fresh content and, and announcements like this really do for our community. And again, it's a, it's a good reminder for Capcom to announce this stuff. Like, just put it out there. I get there's some people who complain about an announcement of an announcement or whatever, but people knowing more stuff is coming, that gets a, it's a wheel turning. It gets everyone's juices flowing again. And it's it's so much better than just like surprising people with characters. Just letting them know when they're coming approximately, what they're doing. Uh, they have already said summertime, which we're going to get into here in a bit. But as you mentioned and alluded to here, who are our most likely candidates to be added? Uh, and, and here are the ones actually that we've had heavily rumored before. And just get right into them. Rose, Oro, Sea Viper. Uh, and then after that, it gets a bit cloudy for me, like what I've heard through the, you know, the rumor mill. Uh, but I'll actually go with Yun uh, and then a brand new character because it's it just I'm kind of hard pressed to see Capcom not add a brand new character in this batch because every season except for the first one, we've got a brand new cast member, uh, at least one. And this is typically what they do. Yeah. But how about you? So this is I'm, I'm not sure what to expect um, but really quickly on, the, on that last note though that we were saying as far as um, how the community is moving into this next kind of uh, chapter and and how we're taking it um, there are like a lot of the previous ones have had an overshadowing cloud of some major issue distracting everybody away whether it's input lag or, or network code and, and all that kind of stuff and People are still bringing up netcode right now, but it has already been directly attended to once, and it's certainly not as big of an issue as it used to be. It can still get better, for sure, but Capcom has been checking those boxes, and so now all this new content also comes through the filter, or maybe the lack of a filter of something super negative distracting everybody and saying, yeah, well, what about this? When are you going to attend to this? It doesn't feel like that's as nearly as big of a presence as it has been in the past. So as I look forward into it, um, I'm excited for whatever characters, you know, uh, uh, there's, what is it? It's five characters and then three new stages. 
So one of the first places my mind goes is, well, maybe that's three returning characters with some awesome stages that uh, are coming back as well, similar to what we got with Honda's Bathhouse, something like that. And then maybe two brand new characters. Uh, It feels a little bit late in the game for brand new characters in a certain sense, but I've learned not to put Capcom in much of a box in trying to say that, oh, well, they did this, so they won't do this, or they did this, so they will do this. It's like, no, they they really kind of just set their rules up just long enough so that they can get them established and then break them. Okay. Yeah, um, it's possible for a finale. Like, I mean, we know this is officially the last season. I mean, Capcom could go back on their word on this, but it doesn't add up with the timelines that we we kind of know are in the works here for the next generation consoles, for Street Fighter VI. Uh, Street Fighter V has got a finite uh, lifespan in front of it. It only makes perfect sense for them to move away from the game uh, pretty much after this window, right? Mm-hmm. Um so it could be that the finale is only returning characters. It would be, you know, a callback to season one. Uh, but I would personally bet on a new fighter. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if but, they but, ended with DiCaprio mm-hmm. in season or in Street Fighter four, there's an example of that happening. So right. uh, you could argue that, yeah, well, it felt like it would just be time for legacy characters now. But it's certainly so. Uh, well, I don't I don't want to jump the gun too much. We can get into discussions of, of who maybe in a bit. Oh, no, actually, go. let's hear your who. Well, let's hear your top five. If there are, hmm, I almost want to start with the speculations of if they bring in a new character. And, and I should clarify by new, I don't mean just a completely invented new character. This could be along the lines of Lucia, who's been in the Final Fight universe and has been around for many, many years, just never in a Street Fighter game. That was also the case technically for DiCapri. Uh, and like Goken in in Street Fighter 4. So I got to go back to the dude that I've been hoping for for a while, and that's Gotetsu. How sick would Gotetsu Mm. be in Street Fighter 5? Guys, come on. So as far as a new character, that's the only one that I'm like, oh, please do that. That would be really cool. Uh, I don't know if you'd make him like a Shoto. I mean, you kind of almost have to, but probably somewhere in the vein of Goken of a Shoto because... One, I mean, he's right there in that exact story, and and he fits that exact same bill uh, as Goken did. And, he, and he, you know, he he has variations of, of the moves that you'd see from Ryu Kanakuma, but they definitely have their own flair to them. And maybe they're used in their own ways where you start to question whether or not he's exactly a Shoto. I don't know. But there's a lot of potential there, and that's a character that people would be very happy to see, very happy to see explored, uh, what would you say, kind of in a front burner sense as opposed to just being a back burner or a story mm-hmm. character for so long. Like... Man, Gotetsu's so badass, you know, and, and so that's my number one as far as who I'd want to see as uh, in terms of new characters. But with the uh, the remaining ones, I guess the first place you go to is the Capcom popularity poll because that's probably the first place that they're going to go to. Uh, and and so what you the the top the top characters there that we don't have is like Makoto and Q and Dudley and uh, what Yun Rose. So so those are kind of like the easy picks. I don't know. You had a handful on your list too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um. I, besides the ones I, I've just listed, and again to recap them for people who uh, didn't catch it, Rose or OC Viper. I've heard rumors about those three characters more than any other characters in the game. Uh, I'll get into Rose here in just a minute, but um, also Yun is is kind of like a, a fourth string like rumor character that I've heard a decent bit about. Um, but some of the other characters that I've heard over the years include Fei Long, Dudley, Sodom, DiCaprio, and then every single doll in existence. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much like with a doll character, it's like, sure, but I, I'm hoping Capcom has kind of heard us on that and said like, no more dolls. Miss uh, us with the dolls. Sure. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we've kind of been there and done that. Like, it, it's it's been done before. But I will also say that Capcom has been really into adding Final Fight characters. So I actually wouldn't be shocked to see a new the new character come from that franchise. And it makes me wonder, actually, if we'll see a brand new Final Fight game from Capcom at some point. Because they've revisited some of their big franchises with Mega Man and, and you know... Um, other stuff. So a Final Fight 4 actually could be something that they're working on. And again, Final Fight and uh, Street Fighter, the same universe, same, you know, kind of uh, not same franchise, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. um, it, it they've been pushing the franchise so hard as of late, uh, but that could have just been because of the beat up bundle and such, like the things that they've done there. Uh, it could just be, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, I would not be surprised if it's a Final Fight but character. But then the far and away, the leading person or the leading character, if that is the case, has to be Guy. And then I know that you you're not thinking that it's going to be Guy, though. Yeah, um, I the the big problem with him, and again, this is an argument that has tons of, of ways you can poke holes in it, because uh, people go back and say, hey, you know, they're not going to add Gil into the game because Jurian has a Gil costume, you know, and a few of the other things that have come up that way uh, have been refuted, but but Zeku. Um, Guy is kind of lower on the popularity list to begin with, and, and Zeku, it's like it's hard to see why you would add Guy and and be able to make him compelling and different enough in that reason, right? When you've already got Zeku in there, who's very popular, you know, like in, at least in the competitive scene, he works quite well. Uh, I think that hurts Guy's chances quite a bit, right? And the same would be said for Q, who's actually number four on the popularity list, but then you have G, who is fairly similar and. I don't know. You might compare Urian and Gil, like you kind of did there, where they're brothers. They have a lot of similar moves, kind of like a Ryu and Ken for each other. Um, but that's not quite the same thing as Q is to, excuse me, to uh, to G or that um, that guy would be to Zeku because Q and and Zeku are. I mean, sorry, G and Zeku are new characters, and they seem like they're kind of. Sp- not spin-offs that's too close but like they're based on these other ones whereas mm-hmm. Yurian and Gil were already two distinct characters created simultaneously in a game together and as as similar as they were they never really were like you, you play them in, in individual ways and i guess you know Gil was never even uh technically playable until until Street Fighter 5 uh, at least for like what our purposes are here, but yeah. So you you start to put them in boxes though, and you go like, yeah, well, it probably isn't going to be Q, and it probably isn't going to be Guy, and and like I'm right there with you, but at the same time, I've been uh, <laughs> I've been tricked by Capcom so many times on that kind of a front that I'm I'm hesitant to say that they're off the table or even to begin to insinuate that. Uh, it's it's hard. It's really hard to predict these. I can say though that. I, I have a very strong feeling, and for whatever reason, I've never really been hype about the character, but I feel hype about him right now, uh, is, is Fei Long. I think one mm-hmm. of those new stages could be the Street Fighter II Fei Long stage, where they're out on the balcony, and they have, what is that, like a big dragon and all that. Like, how good mm-hmm. would that look with a, with a modern-day uh, uh, rendition of it, right? And, and Fei Long, I think a lot of people would be really excited to see that character. He's the Bruce Lee of the game, which uh, every fighting game has to have one of those, right? And <laughs> uh, I think that he's definitely on my list for both hopefuls and one that I think would just make a lot of sense. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm quickly going back to, to Q and G. Like one of the things about G is he actually has a lot of Q's moves, and I don't get how you add Q into the game and don't give him those similar moves and whatnot. Um, you'd have to change up the animations and other things, and it actually makes me think that Q is super unlikely. Um, just, I mean, if they were going to add Q, I think they would have done it already. But like, but, you know, but I, like mm-hmm. Urian and Gil both have like what kick, the quarrel kick, and the knees, and like the similar looking fireball and. You know, a few things, but they, it's yeah. I mean, I guess it's a Ryu and Kin argument, you know, all over again, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just it, it, Q and G are so close together with their, um, particularly their normals. But I mean, you know, some characters aren't really defined on their normals, and you can make you know slower startup or uh, what's the classic joke like uh, Kin? What's your your DP? How is it different than than Ryu's? Well, it does slightly more damage. That's mm-hmm. how it's different. It's like. Okay, great. You know, it's a, yeah, it, it, I get that. But I don't know. Just for me personally, it seems like if they were going to do Q, they already would have. But yeah, I guess anything's on the table and we don't know, right? We've only heard uh, rumors of different things. So. Yeah. And and so I would also bring up a comparison between Ed and Dudley because there's a little bit of an echo of Dudley and, and Ed with just like the machine gun punches and things like that. But certainly a very different character. And even with all of this, like, would, will the overlap be okay kind of conversation in mind i do see dudley and ed both being in the same game where i don't necessarily see someone like g and q being in the same game so uh again it's it's really murky waters it's hard to define um if if there even are any rules that emerge here but yeah i would i would think that dudley would be more likely yeah so I don't want to get Rose's release delayed again because I've apparently <laughs> caused been You've the been root cause of that. You've been saying Rose for sure for like two years now. Oh, man. And I know you got your sources and all that stuff, but at the end of the oh, day, man. we don't have Rose yet, John. Oh my God! Why are you? Why are you? Why are you baiting me like this, John? What are you doing to me? I don't want to talk much about her because I, like I said, I'm gonna get her delayed again. Uh, Capcom has been really good about punishing me for opening my mouth about her. Uh, so I will just say I'd be shocked if she's not part of this final season. It should mean if she's not, she's a lock for Street Fighter Six, which I would personally take. I love Monot in this game right now. She's really well built and all that kind of stuff. So I'm happy to play her. Uh, the moment Rose is available, I'm. Switching over to her. No, the moment Rose is confirmed, I'm actually switching over to him. I'm dropping Monot. Like, that's my character. I will never not play Rose. I don't care if she's Dan tier. I'm still playing Rose. Like, you're going to stop uh, practicing with Monot once? I once. have to. I, I literally have to just start wrapping my head around, like, what I think Rose is going to be playing. Like, that's how cor- hardcore I have to be. Like, <laughs> that's my character. So, uh, yeah, um, I don't want to talk a lot about her, but I mean, we've heard various rumors um, uh, about many different characters, again, from, you know, Viper and DiCaprio being very heavily, uh, prominently featured in the story mode right uh and not that that's in there as well yeah now that that's a lot to make a character you know actually featured but there's a few characters in oro uh that we've seen that there there's been some stuff built for them behind the scenes that you know there's a lot that goes into making these characters let me let me state it that way and just because they have a model and a few other things built doesn't necessarily mean that oh yeah you know they're going to be in the game there's making a very diverse and and well-built move set like uh steven's playing uh gil now dream king and, and we've just been analyzing like the difference between a standing light kick and standing light punch. And on the surface, they're very similar moves, but you start examining them a little closer and you realize that Capcom's approach to Street Fighter V of every move has a purpose. This is designed to do something. Uh, it's, it really shines through and that takes time. 
that really takes time to give everything a purpose and and, an intent and other stuff behind it. And I actually think it's something that Capcom has done extremely well at in Street Fighter V. It's just like there's very little in the way of useless moves in this game. Usually there's a matchup, there's a purpose, there's somewhere that you can use an attack with. And uh, again, that does not happen by accident. That takes really calculated and careful thought to make all that work. Here's a question for you. Does Street Fighter V have a joke character? Is it Alex? And if not, is Dan on the table for this? Would that be a good call? Because Dan is 17th on the popularity scale. I think that the joke character right now is Blanca, and that's usually by design. Blanca is usually one of the shenanigan characters. I would not discount Dan... But I'm a little unsure of him, but it's he, he's possible, but I've heard literally nothing about him at all through that rumor mill. What does that look like if they release a Dan trailer? Because because things have changed since the last time we saw Dan. And, you know, you can do jokes still, but when you're talking about making people fork over extra cash, that changes the conversation, man. And so can you bring a character like Dan in saying that, like, Hey, do you want to pay for this joke character that a handful of people are going to use and are going to explore? But it's a little more like it's 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 much more for the novelty, it feels like, than it would be for anything else. And can you do that with DLC that you're charging people for? I wouldn't like to see it. I, I actually do like Dan as a character, but I think this is the wrong timing for him. I think he would have had to come earlier and maybe as like a bonus character or something mm-hmm. like, hey, here's Dan or hey, he's part of the launch roster. Like, here's a character you control people with and do things. I think the timing for him is very poor if they do it at this point. Yeah, I think so as well. I think the negative reactions, it's just not worth it. Not when you're mm-hmm. trying to find your place in this new, uh, you know, the, the new relationship that's been developing over the last couple of years and how you have to have that relationship with your fans based on the fairly new model that, that the approaches are on. Um Okay, so, so the one other character I wanted to get to, Yun, can you have him without Yang? And also, no, I don't want to see him. Either way, I don't want to see Yun. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. I mean, he's he's a standalone enough character. You don't always have to have Yang there with him. And Yang is by far the, the lesser popular brother. So I think that Yun has a diverse enough play style where you kind of would want him in the game and then he's popular enough like he's he's got quite a few supporters of him and he's a character you always see like in tournament and whatnot um, usually because he's a great character uh, but he's he's got a pretty good legacy with him and I think that if you're looking for those kind of characters to to bring up the hype levels of the game um, and probably piss off a lot of people because as you said you don't want to see him mm-hmm. I think Yun checks that box really well and I don't think there's a lot of other characters that, that really get that gusto with them right yeah. The um, Makoto is super high. She's the highest one on the uh, the Ugh. popularity list that hasn't been chosen, and we've talked about her before. You don't feel like sh- like her general design would fit into Street Fighter V, and I guess that that implies that you don't oh. feel that she would she could be tweaked enough to still be Makoto and be fit into Street Fighter V. Oh, I fit. I I feel like she fits too well. I she's like gonna be like a character on steroids in Street Fighter V, and I don't want to see overpowered Makoto because we've already seen that in Third Strike, and it's it's a nightmare. It's it, it's taking one mix up and 
killing the other player on that because they, all they're doing is like hard reads after that. I don't want to see that again. And I think that's what Makoto would kind of, I don't see how you change the character and keep her as Makoto uh, and add her into Street Fighter V and keep her balanced. I just, I think she's a horrible fit for the, the meta of this game and how it looks. But you don't think that Yun getting in, not for free, because I assume they wouldn't let him just do that, which is probably mm-hmm. stupid on my part. Maybe spend a bar, <laughs> EX rush punch, something like that. But in his just overwhelming rushdown offense and his ability to just always get there, like Yun can get his offense started so often, and, and well, traditionally speaking, and from so many different angles, it's man, I'm I'm scared of that. Plus, whatever you give him for V trigger, and, and it's like he's already maybe I'm t- maybe I'm PTSD because he's so powerful in Street Fighter Four, and of course, so he so was he in in Street Fighter Three. But I think of that character coming into Street Fighter V with how many characters have been like problem children and how we've gotten away from a lot of that, a good bit of that. Yun is just so much potential for a big fat step backwards in that department. And I wouldn't like to see that. Yeah, with Yun, I, I see his moveset being able to be adjusted to not be problems like that. Uh, the Gen Engine is like a three-bar V-trigger or whatever. Um, and, you know, his DP, like, just don't make it as good and don't make his EX Rush Punch as good. Don't don't let him get stuff for free, like how he got in Street Fighter 4. Uh, I think he can be tweaked to be normalized pretty well because, again, I don't think he was okay in Ultra Street Fighter 4. I think he was probably the number one character when all was said and done. I know Evil Ryu got that that badge, but personally for me it was always Yun. Mm-hmm. Um he can be tweaked to be proper, I think, even in Street Fighter V. It's, yeah, there's a lot of PTSD that goes with him, but I just don't get how you tweak Makoto's moveset and make her okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, and then you, you're you not on the Fei Long train like I am, huh? I mean, I, I think Fei Long is great. I'd be a great addition. I've just not heard a lot about him. He is one of the characters that's rumored, you know, um, but he's been rumored quite a bit less than everyone else. Uh, I, I certainly would welcome him into the game. It'd be cool to see him, but uh, he's he's not as bad as like T-Hawk in terms of rumors. <laughs> uh, we've heard nothing about T-Hawk uh, except giving him a gun, but um, uh, it's Fei Long is just a, a few steps above T-Hawk on the rumor mill. Well, there's no rumor about this, but something I was thinking about when it comes to the roster, observing some of Capcom's patterns over recent times with the characters that they've chosen to include, and recently they have been rounding out specific groups of characters. And what I mean by that is that we got Seth and Gil, and with those two, that meant that all of the boss characters from the numbered Street Fighter series were now in it, so you could say that was filling out the boss group. And then of course with E. Honda, we filled out the World Warriors. Well. As far as other groups that could be filled out, you're three characters shy of getting all of the new challengers in there. And that mm-hmm. would be Phalong, T-Hawk, and Dudley. Three yeah. new? I don't know. I mean, uh, how, how popular is T-Hawk? How popular is, is DJ? I'm sorry, not Dudley. DJ, my bad. Uh, so how popular is DJ? It's like, eh, kind of, sort of. But that'd be a lot for... for you know, three in this new back, but it would round out the, um, the, the new characters or the new challengers. I mean, they've done that and they did it with, with street fighter four. I don't think they need to bring that back. Um, it didn't, I don't know how well that worked out for him. Like character wise. I mean, Capcom knows all the usage numbers and they can look at characters like DJ and T Hawk and see, Oh yeah, not a lot of people played them. Maybe this is not the best move. You know, it's it, it's very different than Honda because Honda does tend to be semi-popular. Like, I actually run into a decent amount of Honda players when I play. Um, and 
DJ and T-Hawk are, are pretty hard sells for me. Yeah, so. and I, I don't disagree. Like, those two just, they don't, I mean, and, and their entire legacy in Street Fighter Four was that they were particularly bad, right? Yeah. So it, it, they don't have a lot of momentum and such. And I, I don't know, maybe there's a type of character that you choose right now if you're Capcom and what you want to achieve with uh, with this new batch, you know, like what what would their goals be it's like to hype people up they don't really need to bring in any specific character like like we would argue that they needed to bring someone like sakura or sagat so the, the there there doesn't seem to be a lot of of confining boxes to put them in here it, one thing i have one criteria i think should be on their radar is I, I do look at ultra street fighter 4 again rolento elena poison hugo uh DiCapri, those were all kind of like hardcore hype characters where you if you're a hardcore fan of this franchise you probably enjoyed those characters or, or were familiar with them for the mainstream people i don't know how much it got them but you know and, and since this is kind of like you know it's the last season you know it's the last batch of characters Appealing to your hardcore audience, I think, strikes a bit more of a chord than anything else might. You, this is probably, if you're a casual gamer, you probably are not going to pick it up because of these characters, right? You might, but this is kind of a love letter to everyone who supported you all this time mm-hmm. and saying like, hey, we're going to honor you with this. That, to me, should be kind of the highest priority. Uh, that Again, that's what they've done. I, at least that's what I felt they did like with um, uh, the last season of, of Ultra Street Fighter 4 uh, with the, that batch of characters. So if that's the case, and I like that approach, then I'm thinking Viper would be one of those characters. I'm mm-hmm. thinking Oro could be one of those characters. Uh, those two kind of jump out at me immediately. And then I guess yeah. not Makoto because of all the things I said about that. Although, well, she's not the hypest either, though, is she? It, she's popular in the poll. I don't know about the hype for the character. Um, I She was super hype in Street Fighter 3, but she fit that game so well. Um, as we addressed in a previous podcast, like Street Fighter 3 was considered very boring, and Makoto added so much hype to that game because of just how volatile and crazy of a character she was. Mm-hmm. Um, but the volatility and craziness is not a problem that Street Fighter 5 has. It, it is, well, it is a problem that it has, but it has it in the other way. There's too much of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so so I'm thinking I'm, I kind of got my list here, and I and I already sort of had a list, but like with our discussion so far, here's who I'd a combination of who I'd like to see and who I expect: Phalong, Oro, Viper, Rose, and then one new character, and I've I'll say that's Gotetsu. All right. Yeah, I, I'd love to see Gotetsu. Uh, but yeah, um, I, that also might be a character you want to save for Street Fighter Six because of, I think, how hype he would be. Uh, he's a legendary character, much like Goken was when they added him to Street Fighter Four. but a lot of ways they can go with this. Um, yeah, not but, much time for a new character to kind of gain much steam. Well, I don't know how much yeah. time, but yeah, the very, the, the final, yeah, maybe not. Ugh, I don't know. I don't like yeah. DiCaprio very much either, and, and she kind of played in that role, and it uh, wasn't I don't know. <laughs> DiCaprio came before they they you know talked about adding fifty dolls into the game. Basically, yeah. um, that's a DiCaprio like fit at that moment in time. Um, and then like you know in the story mode and all that other kind of stuff, we got to play against all the dolls and all that. It's like yeah, we've kind of done that, you know. But anyway, uh, so they do say that they're going to have an update for Street Fighter Five in the summertime. That uh, could be the characters actually coming themselves. It could be an announcement of when they're coming. Uh, if things go how they did last time, it could be right around the time of Evo. Mm-hmm. But Evo is online this year. Uh, what kind of streaming audience are they going to have? They're going to have a closed Street Fighter Five tournament. Like, how does that look? And um, even before like this all happened, like Evo was not on the Capcom Pro Tour. So with that, with there potentially being some, 
I don't want to say a falling out between Evo and Capcom, but maybe just like an agreement that we're maybe not going to work together as much because uh, Evo is hosted by the Canons who have a, a game that's going to compete with the, the future fighting games from Capcom with Project L uh, being worked on by Riot Games. I don't know if... I don't know how rosy Capcom and Evo are anymore. I think they're okay with each other. I don't think they hate each other or anything like that, but um, it might not be the the kind of thing we've seen before. So what I'm actually thinking right now is we're getting a bunch of summer game announcement streams, usually for the next generation consoles, but we're seeing other stuff come up. I'm wondering if like for one of these, we're, we're going to see Capcom go in there and basically unveil their own... Um, you know, announcements here for Street Fighter V, uh, either do it through uh, a big, you know, uh, company or, or do it just themselves and kind of have it happen during the summer. Um, and, and we'll kind of see it from there uh, because fighting game tournament streams, like they're very different now. And maybe it will happen during a pro tour event. Um, those are all kind of premieres now since they're all qualification spots for the Capcom Cup. Uh, there's a lot of ways they can go about it. Um, but, you know, all they said so far is summer. Yeah, I still suspect that we're going to get the big reveals because uh, at Evo for the previous mainstream or the previous uh, uh, headline titles, save of course for Smash, they're, they're kind of doing their own thing. But I, I still suspect because the companies know that people are sort of expecting like something like that that's part of the evo experience at this point it's not to say you can't deviate from that and and maybe they like capcom does it around that time just not for evo specifically that could be a choice but yes the drift apart is very possible and might already be happening but i would suspect it would happen uh, uh, the drift wouldn't be very far yet and so it would probably still happen would be my guess uh, but if it didn't, I wouldn't lose my mind. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so surprised at this and I never thought this was coming at all. No, not at all. I, I, it could be. But m- if I were to bet on it, I'd still say that we still get the announcement for Street an announcement from Street Fighter V, big deal, something like a character or three um, for Evo. Because that also s- makes sense. They're saying the more information this summer and Evo is at the very end of summer, right? So, yeah, that, that's yeah. that's the timeline makes sense too. Again, the, the part that makes me question that is, again, Evo was not on the Pro Tour. You know, and they were still in talks of getting it on there. We know that, but it didn't happen. And it just, it does make me wonder if that's, they're going to drift away from that and maybe do more of their own, you know, uh, internal announcements or um, stuff within their company or, or, you know, go through someone else. But uh, looking at the CPT again, they've, they've got a lot of events going on in June, July, and August. So there's plenty of opportunities for them to announce stuff. Um, and typically speaking, the North American audience uh, in terms of viewers is their biggest one. Uh, if you look at, you know, overseas tournaments and stuff, they don't get the viewership that other ones do. And so the most likely candidates, I think, would be the North American tournaments on the CPT if they go that route. Uh, they've Again, they've got them in June, July. I, I'm sorry, I should say June and August. Um, and uh, so I think that those are your big candidates to kind of like, you know, see either an announcement during a stream or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I can also uh, moving on a bit from this, I can see a Street Fighter six announcement happening at this year's Capcom Cup. We know that's going to happen in 2021. Um, and then they would have basically a year of marketing, marketing, and then a release would put them in 2022. And so that means that, and this actually fits the timeline that Ono has discussed in some interviews and a timeline that you and I have discussed. We felt like 2021 was just too soon. You know, like it's, I don't see how they would have a game ready by then. Um, and, and that would also mean if that's going to happen uh, and we're going to get uh, a final character at uh, Capcom Cup, that means that these announcements of the five characters will be spread out a bit. So maybe we get two in the summertime and then we get another one in like November and then we get a, um, 
another one like you know in December and then you know finally in 2021 we get the last character the fifth character uh, and that kind of ends Street Fighter V's like run uh, as a, a game that's getting content updates mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't see us getting all five characters at once I, it could happen but I mean it just makes so much sense to kind of spread that stuff uh, out a bit and get the hype going how long between the end like the last character releasing and then like the end of the game or maybe you could put that as like the release of a Street Fighter VI do you think would be the appropriate amount of time the appropriate, I think it's going to be about a year. Yeah. That's, that's Capcom's history. Um, it's what they do. Yeah, that's, that's, that would be my guess as well. Is that what you would want to, that's how you would want to organize it. And that seems to fall in line with what you just said, right? The timeline of reveal it at the end of this year, have it uh, be in development. You can release, you know, the, the hype notes and whatnot. And like, here's a little, another look at it. Here's some new gameplay that we've, we've, you know, every every few months. And then, February or so of 2022 and then so yeah yeah I like that I like that timeline that checks out with me as well so netcode updates have said to be a big part of Capcom's plans Ono is definitely talking about this quite a bit uh I'd like to see this too obviously this has not come but he's he said that Capcom wants to package basically netcode updates with balance updates going forward. Uh, I could definitely see a another version of balance updates happening like right here in the summertime. Uh, I don't think that the game needs to be tweaked a ton, but we're seeing a few problems kind of emerge right now. Uh, some people still have issues um, with Rashid. I, you know, I'm kind of mixed on that one, but like Urian, um, I would love to see something done with Akuma. Uh, there's a few things that like are kind of sticking out that I would love to see in a 0.5 update. Uh, but again, and with that, Capcom said, hey, we're going to do netcode updates. I, I think that it very much should be on the table. Uh, and if it's not like happening, like there's no more updates to the netcode at this point, I'd be very disappointed with them based on the statements they've put up there. And then as a, a last uh, cherry on top, uh, we are going to be in tournament mode at some point. They've been hyping it up. Like I'm assuming it's going to be part of the CPT, which would mean, you know, it's coming out in June, which is not that far away. Uh, we're going to see, maybe they're going to run it outside of the tournament mode. I don't know. I know that they have just been talking up and down about that. Uh, I'd love to see more from it in there. Yeah. It's almost like this news is bringing us more questions than it is answers, right? Yeah. Uh, because there's all these moving pieces and moving parts, and then there's also movement from within that we can't see. We just have to assume there's probably something there with how the, the landscape has changed thanks to coronavirus and whatnot and trying to make sense of all this stuff, man. Like, uh, it's it's rough. And, hey, that's what we do, like, every day, right? So, uh, it, but... Ultimately, it is in a good place. Like I'm, I'm, I'm riding this wave right now as a Street Fighter V player, and and I'm excited enough, right? I'm I'm looking forward. I'm not I'm not distracted by yeah, but they need to attend to this. As far as the balance stuff that you were just getting at, I've accepted that I don't think there's a lot to be changed. Uh, they might do little things here and there, but without the, without like a campaign from the community really saying like you know, Rashid's a problem. Abigail season three is a problem. We really want this change. I don't think it's going to happen because there were a handful of opportunities where I I thought that that was all but the case in the previous balance update or right before that happened. And Capcom didn't attend to stuff like that. Things like a a V G's V trigger one, stuff like that. So that tells me that they're happy with where it's at right now, save for everyone losing their mind over it. And I don't think they're going to unless I don't know, tournaments start up and it becomes some, one of those things becomes a, a huge issue, but yeah, little tweaks here and there and maybe tweaks to any of the new characters, because like we assessed, that's uh that's going to be need to be a thing after their release. But uh, the game is, is more or less where they want it to be. 
And so I'm not holding my breath for a bunch of major changes. Anytime Akuma gets a little bit less advantage on a move or whatever, I'll count that as a as a an added bonus, but I'm not expecting it. Yeah. So as you mentioned, more questions than answers, but that adds intrigue and hype into the game. It's what yep. we've been asking for. It's what we were missing so heavily in Street Fighter 4. Give us this. You don't have to show us your entire hand. It's fun to guess at this stuff. It's fun to, you know, build up some hype and whatnot. It's what other games do for their marketing. I'm glad to see it back here in Street Fighter 5 and not having everything leak. You know, it's it's nice to have some speculation on this stuff and, and try to unpack it and see what's coming. Um, and yeah, so it's it's a good it's good time to be hype. I'm seeing, as you said before, a lot of people getting, you know, back into the game and saying, hey, this is going to be fun. It's great to see. Uh, we're happy to see it. And, and on that note, we're actually going to wrap up, uh, but we'll be back again with you guys next week. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Like, comment, subscribe, tell your friends. We'll see you next time.